bring Peanut a pack of cigarettes and you save $500 off your new vehicle. <laughs> Gooby got it all wrong. now it is time to be the hood of states welcome back to another exciting episode this week on statehood i am your turtleneck host derek followed by the two boys one with hoods and some without will there's something about the phrase the hood of states that is troubling and i don't know why or how and his co-patriot without the hood, Anthony. Hello, everyone. I am perfectly fine with being referred to as the hood of states. <laughs> That's, fair. Also, That's a fair rebuttal. We'll point this out right now. Derek's hoodie is, in fact, not a hoodie. <laughs> it's a turtleneck with strings. And a pouch. And a pouch. And a pouch. It is, it's like if you wanted a hooded sweatshirt, but the hood was too much of a hassle, so that you just took the hood and you wrapped it yeah, around. Yeah, you know, when I always times. think about my my sweatshirts, I'm like, oh, you know, if it just didn't have, like, a hood, it'd be fantastic. Gosh, it'd be perfect. Someone agrees with me. Well, before we get too sidetracked by the latest fashion trends in these crazy United States of America... Let's go talk about Indiana, you know? Indiana's a pretty cool state, guys. They got those Hoosiers, and everyone loves a good Hoosier. Hoosiers. I got cousins that are Hoosiers. Well, what is cousins. a Hoosier? What a great question. Googling. Well, Google time with out. Will. Within the Google first, like, Hoosiers. two minutes. This might be the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> um... A native or inhabitant of Indiana. It's just their. It's just their title. It's just their name. So, so instead of an Indianian, it's a Hoosier. What is the meaning behind Hoosier? Indianite. <laughs> Indianite. Apparently, Indianite. apparently, it was a native word for corn, Hoosia, or something like that, and they just adopted the name due to the amount of corn in the state. <laughs> so they're referred to as corn, basically. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. From what I'm reading, it basically just means corn. Huh. Oh, that's fun. In my qu- in my quick Google browse. So, we're talking about people of corn in a state. Children of corn? corn. Mm-hmm. Indiana Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Ah, also, nice. birthplace of the famous archaeologist, Indiana Jones. Okay, I was very concerned for a second. I had no idea what you were about to refer to. I thought you were to pull in some random archaeologists out of your butt, and I was going to be like, sure. Anthony knows archaeologists? Come on. I only know one. It's the most important. Well, before we dive into the famous Indiana Jones and all of his friends in the corn state, we're going to go to Florida real quick and do Florida writing. Wow. Writing round. Writing round. Writing Florida lightning round. And we're going to go with a good year of 2018. That's a that's um, good year. Good yeah, year. Good, good vintage. Good year. Fine vintage. In January, a man in Polk County got the year started off with a typical Florida man when he called 911 after drunk driving and 
swallowing meth. I was wondering what typical Florida man was going to entail, and I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Swallowing meth, you said? Yeah, he forgot to smoke it while he was drunk driving and calling the police on himself, so he swallowed the meth. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's one of the ways that you do meth. I don't. I can't claim to be an expert, but I don't <laughs> think so. A 68-year-old Florida woman was arrested at Fort Myers Airport after drunkenly leaving her rental car running at the curb and explaining out loud, old and pregnant. What? Old. Pregnant. <laughs> old. Pregnant. And then she left the car running. But what if these things are illegal? I guess leaving a car running at the airport. That is, like, I mean, that, that does warrant suspicion. Probably. The fact that you also just got there. And you are drunk, and you were clearly driving. I did I miss like the, the drunk part. I just got, I got, my brain only heard old and pregnant. I just like the part that you pull up, and there's just beer bottles falling out. You're like, old, <laughs> pregnant! And they're like, but the beer, old, pregnant! And you just keep running into the airport. Ma'am, this is only more concerning. A Florida man, oh, wow. A Florida mayor was accused of asking a resident for sex in exchange for... Getting speed bumps installed in her neighborhood. <laughs> That's one bump, if you ask me. Why? Just go right past the community board. Man, I want these bumps in my neighborhood. What are you willing to do for those? City council. Uh, City council takes too long. Just go right to the top. Things got awkward in Cape Coral when a lingerie-wearing escort and her protection showed up at the wrong house at 3 a.m. That'd be a hell of a story to try to explain. Honey, I did not order a stripper. I swear to God, I've never seen... What is your name? Chastity? I've never seen Chastity ever. Damn it, Jerry, again! It's the fourth time this week. I don't know where they're coming from. They just show up here. <laughs> this is neighbor prank call. <laughs> prank calling these things. So this is the new age SWAT. When you SWAT someone, you just get an escort to show up at their house with the protection detail. With the protection detail. That's the yep. Yep. That's the kicker. A Florida woman was arrested for a DUI in Cape Coral after crashing her car outside a Publix liquor store and then going in to buy more wine. Another Cape Coral story? Two in, two in a row? April, uh, March was busy in Cape Coral. Apparently. A Florida woman says the drugs police found in her purse must have flown in on a windy day. <laughs> That's plausible. I, I can see that. La last I saw, those were not back there. They must have just blew in the window. Yeah, let's say you know, like, uh, like like a thirty mile an hour wind, yeah, that'll do it. Pick up, pick up some height, get some speed going, some momentum. Yeah. I like thinking that it was like a paper airplane, like with like drugs on it, like was in the wind, and I just hit a person. She's like, I just flew in on the wind. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Somebody made a really good throw from on top of a building it's the somewhere. Drug dealer's mo: he throws paper airplanes to make the deal. But this one got caught on the wind and flew over and landed in her bag instead of <laughs> the person that was buying the drugs. It's like two people at the bus stop. He's like, okay, if I do this perfectly, I'll get to the right person. And then she and walks goes, by right as he ah, throws it. Ah, <laughs> Damn it. Back to Cape, Cor Cape Coral. A man, a nude man, was arrested oh. for dancing and chanting around a fire in his front yard. <laughs> that is cause for concern, yes. I, this was in I his front yard. This was his yard. So he was 
in his yard chanting naked running around. I mean, can't you that, do that, whatever you want in your own yard? I feel like that is public indecency if you're outside. I oh, yeah. Think the oh, yeah. backyard. <laughs> But then is again, the backyard the safe zone, or is the I say front yard is public, if, right? But backyard private. If you have private? a tall enough privacy fence, I don't see why not. Because people sunbathe nude, right? You got a privacy fence up. Is that like in areas where you're? Well, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. If you have a privacy fence, then it's but like, if why you're are you chanting and dancing nude in your fence. front yard, that uh, if I were your neighbor, I would have cause for concern. Yeah, yeah, probably. And for our last Florida man, a Jacksonville convenience store owner was tired of customers warming up samples of urine in his microwave. Tired of samples, like as in multiple people are coming into his convenience store to heat up microwave. <laughs> Gross. So there's a some nearby business that's doing a lot of drug tests. And their employees are doing a lot of drugs, so they have to get urine samples and heat them up to make it seem like they're fresh. Gross. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine the fact that he's catching so many people that he has to he just goes to the news. He's like, I need I need news help. There's so many people with urine in my store. I need help. <laughs> Look, there's one now. Look <laughs> <laughs> there, that's that's not coffee. So yeah, that's another jaunty stroll through Florida. But before we go to Indiana, let's take a quick break to get money. <laughs> yes, let's get some money. You're on your own there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, what a great ad. Now... Let's go to Indiana. <laughs> you know the best part about school lunches are? The food. And it's just right there. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to see the animal right before it gets slaughtered and then served to me on my lunch. This went I mean, from zero to 100 so quickly. Just yeah, so quickly. Elementary school kids can't, can't wait to see that pure little cow they've raised in home ec class be slaughtered in front of them and then cooked into burgers. What's the matter with you? Is this uh, what so happened? Go to a s- <laughs> oh, this what, is what happened. What has inspired this nightmare? So there's a town, and I don't want to pronounce it because I don't think you want can? to do this. But well, I can't, and I, I want I want you two to both tell me what what you think that uh, n- name of that town is. Oh, Macanaqua. I feel like I know how to pronounce this. What, what was that, Anthony? Macanaqua. Macanaqua? Yeah. Yes. I would agree with that. Or the We're other version is, you know, I mean, you basically have the word bacon in there with an M, so it's like Macon Aqua. Macon Aqua. I like making Qua. Making Aqua. So, Maconqua serves up first batch of school-raised beef, cheeseburgers, and beef tacos were on the menu in February at Maconqua Middle School. They weren't just any cheeseburgers and tacos. They were from the cow raised by students right outside the cafeteria doors. The lunch marked the culmination of a new program at the school called School to Table, a kind of academic spin on the farm-to-table movement, which promotes eating food grown by local farmers. 
But in this program, the kids are the farmers and the school is the farm. <laughs> See where that might go wrong? No, not at all. I could, I could potentially see a few things that might be considered road bumps. You know, some nice middle school kids. They love pets and animals. They're doing this fun project. They don't quite understand the concepts. They got to learn eventually. For the last year, three cows have lived on a two-acre pasture located right in the middle of the main campus of the school. Two others lived in nearby lived in nearby schools. One of the cows was eventually butchered and turned into meat right before the student's eyes. Mm. That is a good learning experience. It's very good. Um, several calls and calls and complaints were then fielded the following day by multiple families of upset and disturbed children. What? No. The agriculture teacher says, I know it's something as simple as a hamburger, but to walk into a cafeteria and see 100 kids enjoying the food and saying how wonderful it is means a lot to me. Do you think this was one teacher's pitch to the school board? <laughs> it's just like, I really want to do this. Can I do this? They're like, I don't know if the kids will understand. Oh, they'll love it. These kids are learning the concept of death real quick. I imagine he pitched it as like, oh, yeah, we'll send it like once the cow's fully grown, we'll send it off mm -hmm. out to the farm is what we'll tell the kids. But we'll send it to the slaughterhouse. And, what were the and, conditions? and then as he walks away, he's like, and the slaughterhouse will be in my office or whatever room or whatever they outside the cafeteria doors in the field. <laughs> Mr. Davis, what are you doing with all those tarps and that really big knife? <laughs> Like, that's the part, too. Like, do you think it was, like, a humane, like, it's, like, behind a curtain and they do it? Or did you picture it was just, like, <laughs> he's loading a gun? He's like, all right, kids, you want to see how burgers are made? <laughs> kids are like, what? I hope it was that way. Bessie, no! Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, hey, hey, get in the splash zone! And then he's like, let's go! Well, he's handing out rain ponchos. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No, you signed a waiver. You signed a waiver. Not my problem. No, he make. Oh, he makes the kids' parents buy the rain ponchos. <laughs> make sure everyone brings their poncho. Then little Good. Timmy forgot his. Oh, <laughs> he comes Timmy. Off with his blood all over his shirt. <laughs> oh God! So many. Oh my things. God! What happened to school? So oh, don't worry things. about it. Well. Let's go back to, let's get some simpler roots. Let's go back to a simpler time. We all know the fair. The fairs, you know? Like, you go, like county fairs? The county fairs. We all know okay. the fairs. The fairs. We <laughs> all know the fairs. You go to the fairs, you get some food, see some attractions. Funnel cakes. Fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, have a nice funnel, funnel cake. So, Deep fried we all everything. probably now would, nowadays go to a website to find out information about the fair and things about it. Sure. Like normal, normal people. Converse Fair website links to Asian porn. <sighs> How? Whoops. Who's done this? Visitors, visitors to the website previously used to post information and details about the Converse Fair had a salacious surprise after the page was taken over by an Asian pornographic website earlier this year. Was taken over by? Taken was taken over, over by. by. Did they just forget to renew the domain? Converse Fair board president... <laughs> 
we'll call Mr. Miller, said, After looking into the issue, it appeared the person on the fair board in charge of the site had stepped down and no one on the board had renewed ownership of the site's domain name, allowing someone else to buy it. Dave left, and nobody realized that Dave was the one who was keeping the website up. And then, come time for fair, everybody was just like, all right, yeah, here's the web. What is this? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, I sent my kids to that 10 minutes ago. All right, we need to put hey, something Johnny. new on the website for the fair this year. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Dave's gone. Okay, John, go ahead and put it on there. John opens up the website. Now, do you want me to, want me to put it? above this link to asian porn or <laughs> below it <laughs> is Man, this what the website's can... <laughs> always looked like this seems strange people cannot stop talking about the fair this year they're ecstatic about it <laughs> we're trending on the twitter website... what's twitter i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the link to the website had been posted on the converse indiana fairgrounds facebook page as well as the marriott grant county visitors bureau's website leading anyone who clicked onto it a very shocking pornography site. Both links were removed from the <laughs> aforementioned sites after the Comico Tribune called about the site. Miller said the fair board had not maintained or updated the website for at least two years, so no one had checked it recently. However, he said the link that was on the fair's Facebook page was put there by someone who hacked the site since the link had been removed earlier. Good. Ooh. So someone hacked it. Hacked it. Hacked it. Mm -hmm. His quote, any publicity is good publicity, they say, but this is very bad publicity. This is not what we want. <laughs> End quote. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're the Asian porn festival. No, 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 no. We're just a normal fair. Just a fair. The best part is some somebody somebody went to go check on the fair to see, like, info and updates and stuff. And were tech savvy enough to think, I can capitalize on this when they realized the domain was available. Yeah, that's. I think it's fun. Could you imagine though, like trying to find information about it? Like if you're like, uh, like a 4-H student or FFA, and you're, you're I trying was thinking to enter like your like animal community. <laughs> hey, mom, can you help me put this up on the website? I want everyone to see my nice big rooster. Oh my god! <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking grandma who lives alone now goes to check up on the fair website and just opens up the page and screams a little bit and just panics, doesn't know how to close it's, out of the window. It's been a while since I've been to the fair. When did they get so excited? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, man injured after a 22 caliber bullet thrown in fire discharges. Thrown? Yeah, you know, you just have a loose bullet. Sure. Throw it in there, see sure. what happens. Yeah, the, the picture's forming in my head now of how this has happened. A 23-year-old Howard County man was injured on October 30th after deputies say a live munition he threw into the fire exploded and shot him in the hip. Yeah, Shocking no it. one. <laughs> Surprising no one. Jones and a friend were cleaning out a shed at night on the 400 block of North Indiana Street and throwing the items onto a bonfire when Jones reported he had heard a loud pop and felt a sharp pain in his thigh, according to the sheriff. Oh, so he didn't so realize nighttime. that he threw. Yeah, no. so it's probably at the okay. bottom of so the box wasn't... or something and threw it in there. He wasn't trying to improvise fireworks. No, they weren't playing like rum and candle tag, but with bullets. They were playing just throw it in the fire. 
Now, I will say I have seen this done with, like, larger caliber bullets. And as long as you're not standing right next to it, you're fine. Because the bullet's heavier than the than the brass, and the brass mm. just rips open. So, like, ah. the back part, the part that you wouldn't expect to become the projectile, becomes it. But I think with the twenty two, they're basically the same. <laughs> so it's going the opposite direction. Yeah. You basically have two bullets then. The deputy said an investigation revealed one of the items or containers Jones threw on the bonfire likely contained a twenty two caliber bullet, which discharged when they when was heated and shot Jones in the hip. Uh, Jones noticed he was bleeding and bandaged his wounds. He was transported to the hospital and an X ray revealed metal shards in his thigh. And he eventually treated and released. He goes, it's kind of a freak accident, but thankfully, my leg was okay. This was the yeah. most just, like, like our articles that we find are normally about stupid people doing stupid things or weird people doing weird things. This was just just cleaning out the shed and just, yep. you know, wouldn't you know it? Could you imagine if it was, leg? like, a whole box of bullets, though? Goodness. <laughs> I meant this would not be an article. This would be an obituary. Yeah. So they would literally, it literally like a grenade went off the fire. Uh. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Oh boy, who's lighting fireworks? And you see a person next to you just lying on the ground. <laughs> just, oh god. Now, we we said since we started this show that we're here to make a difference. I don't think we've ever said that, but I'd like to think we're going to say. Nope. <laughs> no, don't you drag us into whatever you're about to pitch. Well, I think we're about to win a Nobel Prize in a year now. But what For I'm trying what? to say is we've. We've gone after these state laws for so long, asking who reviews these? Why is this a law? Why, who enforces this? And I, I'm here to say, boys, I think we might, we're on the path to make a difference in the world. After 50 years, hippies welcome in an Indiana county. Anthony, I don't know where he's going with this. There was apparently a law that prohibited hippies from entering some county in Indiana, and now they're not allowed in. That's what I'm gathering from this. I don't know how that ties into this big message about us making a change because we never advocated for this. this. You have to you have to call out the lawmakers in these weird laws. Did you do this? If you don't call them out, did you do this on our behalf? Are you our uh, PR person? I'm just saying, one of our listeners could have done this for a different state that they lived in, and then because of our show, I it does not matter. I mean, I've been calling towns about like the like footloose no dancing laws. That's for research, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, in LaGrange County, Indiana, a repeal on a 1971 law was intended to block huge gatherings like the 1969 Woodstock Music Festival in New York State. I called it our anti-hippie ordinance, said the county commissioner, with a smile. <laughs> the ordinance regulated large gatherings that lasted more than 12 hours and involved more than 500 people. The law was recently dropped as part of an effort to repeal ordinances that have no practical use but have been on the books for as long as 100 years, especially certain traffic restrictions. How long has the concept of a hippie been around? 70s. That's that's what I'm thinking, right? 60s, 70s? Uh, I think whenever Vietnam, the Vietnam War was happening. That'd be my guess. Vietnam or Cold War? The Cold War was a long period that was of long not actual time, yeah. war. <laughs> that was actually, yeah. That was a longer a period. 
think that encompassed the Vietnam think, War and right. also the Korean War and <laughs> yeah. some other stuff. There's a lot going on during that time. A lot of, a lot of stuff. In the article, the uh, commissioner says there were, during that process, lots of things that made us go, what? <laughs> it's what? been an amazing learning process. Huh? whose goal is to move county laws to an electronic searchable record and to eliminate those who don't quite make sense and don't deserve to be digital. <laughs> I really want the the people that are like reviewing this stuff, like they come across this law and everybody's like, what? And then all of a sudden there's just this old guy in the back corner, <laughs> old guy in his 80s. He's like, I tell you, the hippies are trying to take over our county. Somebody reads the law out loud, and the old man in the back's just like, "Damn straight, <laughs> those damn hippies! There ain't no repeal while I'm alive. <laughs> My son was killed by the hippies in a trampede. A trampede? <laughs> while I'm alive, and then proceeds to have a heart attack. <laughs> and then everyone looks around and says, "Oh, I they guess we're repealing that." Ah, <laughs> oh, Douglas, you lived a long life. End Speaking of." of laws you guys got any fun weird laws for indiana i got the next one that uh that needs to be repealed i've got a list of those men are prohibited from standing in a bar (laughs) you gotta be sitting down that that's the whole thing that's the whole thing (laughs) are women allowed to stand in a bar yeah it only specifies men i don't know when this law was written it might have been in a time where uh uh, this was only men going to bars. Good, good. Um, apparently the value of pi in Indiana is legally three. Hold, hold on, like the the mathematical pi or a no. real pi? It, it it says underneath. While this is not an actual law, there was a bill proposed in 1897 that was passed in the House, but was indefinitely postponed in their Senate. To just round the value of pi to three. That's just wrong, though. <laughs> it is, yes. Like, if you tried to do that with a circle, you, you would just be wrong. You would be slightly short. There, w- there, There's a little tag underneath it that says, we really like that Indiana tried to protest math. <laughs> I, I respect that. And then all of their circular objects are just off. <laughs> it's like Real when a kid tries to draw. ovular. You try to draw a circle, and it's like just a short, so it's got a little gimp in it. It's like a, going down the road. All the tires just yeah. like beveled. In one it's a spot. circle. It's going around. It's like round and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh well, we got to make it so that it equals the the three. So then they just draw a line <laughs> over. There's just a flat spot in every circle. Such so a big. It's an issue on the highways. The highways deteriorate so much quicker when they're just constantly thudding in certain <laughs> spots. All circles are suddenly two cornered objects. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What do I have here? This one is Elkhart specific. It is illegal for barbers to threaten to cut off kids' ears. Even if it's a fun joke? Even if it's a fun joke. <laughs> even if you're like, yeah. hey, you better even stop squirming, otherwise I'm going to cut your ear off. Even if that like is an actual concern that the guy's trying to make to the kid. Not allowed. I've seen the, the like, videos where like someone has like a ketchup packet and they hit the kid in the back and the ketchup packet leaks out and the kid's like ah and they're like oh, i got your ear that guy goes to then gym. swat rolls <laughs> in just takes him out <laughs> just tackles him how did they get here so fast <laughs> was this such a concern that every barber in that town was doing it and they're like okay kids can't they can't go get haircuts they're so terrified they can't 
gotta, you gotta make it a law now. It is unlawful to catch a fish with a crossbow. Unlawful? Unless oh, it, it is, is an Asian carp, a bowfin, a buffalo, a common carp, a gar, a shad, and the suckers from the streams and rivers uh, and non-flowing waters. Can you go back but nothing to where else. you said buffalo? It says buffalo. <laughs> I heard buffalo. It just it says, says buffalo. Fish? It has a list, and buffalo is one of the things. <laughs> is that a fish, or is that I, referring to the to actual buffalo? <laughs> I, I hope it's a fish, because <laughs> if there's just randomly in buffalo in the river, and they're like, go ahead. <laughs> The buffalo's in a river. You can't get it. <laughs> oh, those you can, buffaloes. actually. You can. Those yeah, you were can. the exceptions. Those ones yeah. you can. Ooh. So there's just a bunch of dead buffalo <laughs> floating on the river with crossbows in them because they're like, you can get it. Yeah, go ahead. It, it is similar to a – it is a called the big mouth buffalo. <laughs> it is similar to carp, but is not carp. Okay. I see. Okay. okay. Basically, you can use a crossbow to catch carp, but nothing else. <laughs> I see. What, uh, what's their stance on like the like normal bow fishing? Normal bow fishing is fine, as far as I'm interpreting what is written here. It's just crossbow fishing. Now, follow-up question again. What about harpoon <laughs> guns? Those are basically big crossbows. <laughs> we have not. Uh, it is uh, up in the air if Indiana has a whaling law or not. Oh, yeah. I didn't look That's that good. up. Hmm. You do a harpoon gun or crossbow a whale? Is that not how you go about whaling? No, I think those I are massive harpoons. Yeah, I was thinking. Boys. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking more like spear gun. Ah, like you know, you dive down and you now. shoot it with the yes, yes, yes. yeah spear fishing. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. in South Bend, it is illegal to make a monkey smoke a cigarette. Uh, I'm going to go back to the fact that I don't think many people in Indiana own monkeys, but apparently enough now that there's a law. Why do I get the feeling this was brought up because some car salesman had a gimmick going on where he had a monkey that smoked cigarettes? I hope that's, that's all the I'm reason. picturing in my head. Come on down to Bob's Smoking Monkeys. Get your free car. $10 down. Let's go. Come you see Peanut. The- he likes cigarettes. <laughs> you can feed him a cigarette while you're here signing your car off. Bring Peanut a pack of cigarettes and you save $500 off your new vehicle. <laughs> oh, He's a classy-ass monkey. You've got to treat him with respect. I think I just found our cold open. <laughs> that might be. Oh, oh, that might just be. Oh, no. Um, it's good. What else is a good one? Mustaches are illegal if the bearer has a tendency to habitually kiss other humans. Can it be like your spouse or just you can't kiss anyone? It looks like it's saying strangers. Yeah. I feel like there's probably a law against that, too, that you can't just go around kissing strangers. I think it's for people who, like, live the night, the single nightlife just go around trying to pick people up at bars and stuff like that. And kiss them with their wet mustaches, yep. Yeah. Wouldn't that be covered under, like, you know, you see someone with a dirty mustache and you just say, I'm not kissing you. You'd think. But apparently that's become a problem in other laws. (laughs) What, stand your ground laws? (laughs) Like sexual harassment (laughs) and stuff like that. No, I'll no, shoot I you. Like you get away the idea that stand your ground yeah. now applies here. <laughs> just like, you got that dirty mustache? Get back. Get your dirty mustache <laughs> Where did away that from come me. Where from? 
I got Ugh. two. It's called handlebars. And Where did you get a 12-gauge? We're in a bar. <laughs> uh, Derek, how, how do you, do you feel about this loss? Um, I mean, I don't guess just random people for fun. It shows it for sport. So I guess that's completely different <laughs> thing. Sport. I like to tickle those fancies with my face. Oh, no. I hated all of that. <laughs> in <laughs> in Warsaw, no one may throw an old computer across the street at their neighbor. Why is that so specific? You know it had to have happened. <laughs> well, yeah, but how many times does that have to happen? Every sign like... is there for a reason. Because like... somebody did it once. If there's like a computer store that has a bunch of junk in the backyard and like some guy lives next to it and then he just hates his neighbor, so he just grabs it like out of the dumpster and would throw it at him. Yep. They made it a law. Now, the other thing too to point out here is it specifies across the street. Yeah. Oh. So you got uh, so you got to chuck this thing. <laughs> no you got kidding. one of those water balloon launchers and you're sitting in your yard and launching them. So you're telling me if I cross the street and then throw it at them, I'm good. It's, not, it's okay. I think that's yeah, okay, I'm yeah. Because then you're just throwing <laughs> a computer at your neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> We're removing a critical factor from this, which is the street distance. Amazing. Good, good, good. Well, you might be telling yourself, wow, those are some weird laws. And you're right. But you know what else is weird? Some of the top ten strangest attractions in Indiana. Oh, no. In this episode of What You Gonna Do in Indiana. He's doing it in his own host. What you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do in Indiana? Guys, have you ever liked ice? I hate ice. Do you like trees? I'm all right with trees. Do you like ice trees? What is this? Little if ice trees fail. in my drinks. If that's the case, then sure. <laughs> How about in 1961, the Vale family accidentally created the first ice tree. Since that time, they continue to replenish this ice tree every winter. Some years, it stands 80 feet tall. You can find this tree in Acton, Indiana. So I'm going to send you a picture of what an is ice this tree. pagan deity that this family has apparently created? They must have just poured water on a tree, and people thought it was cool. <laughs> That's something. It looks like a horrible fungus. It really does. It looks like um, like the stuff you see out in like Yellowstone, like those like sulfur like spring things that like drip water and then they harden. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the crystallized like uh, bacteria pools or whatever. Sure, yeah. Yeah. The stuff that's really hot and you're not supposed to touch it. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, there's two themes in Indiana. There's trees and there's shoes. And there's also corn. Let's not forget corn. No, no, no. Attractions. Oh, okay. Which are Never trees mind. and shoes. How about a shoe tree? Shoe tree. <sighs> in Albany, Indiana, there is a small tree known as the shoe tree. This tree has branches draped in shoes. This also happens to a second shoe tree located in Milltown, Indiana. The original tree was sadly struck by lightning, but it did not take long for the tree and the shoes to burn together. Hmm. <laughs> Is this like a Christmas tree kind of looking thing? Uh, Are the shoes strung about no, no, it like it's, ornaments? It's a fireball. <laughs> it's, 
it's like those drug dealing spots in cities where you see a street wire and there's trees wrapped, uh, shoes wrapped around it. But it's it. Indiana, it looks, and it looks like it's, it's full Indiana. of birds. Middle of nowhere, so the drug dealers have to throw them up into the tree. Amazing. <laughs> because they, they don't have telephone wires or electricity. Yes. Nope. How about the world's largest ball of paint? Very exciting. Ball, ball of, of paint? paint? So they took took a took a little dab <laughs> and they put paint on it. And then they took a little more paint on it. And then for years they've been adding just a little bit of paint and now it's a big ball. God, it's like the concept of you can paint so your room long cuz you have you literally have to watch paint dry and then dry, put yeah. the I next know. coat on. This is literally like if you paint your room enough times you suddenly find that you're an inch smaller in all dimensions. That would be impressive. That That's would be, a lot. Yeah, of that paint. would be some doing, but it's a, <laughs> it's a lot of lead paint. How about the shoe corner? The shoe corner? The shoe corner. There's not a lot going so on in town, Indiana, is there, Derek? This t- this town doesn't have trees, so they made a shoe corner. Uh, what do you mean it doesn't have trees? It doesn't, doesn't have, trees, have trees big trees. enough for shoes. Okay, big enough to... Okay, there's the caveat. In Dyer, Indiana, there is a mysterious interaction which appears to be a magnet for shoes. You can also find a street corner in Havana Township, Indiana, known as the Shoe Corner. Did you know Indiana has a thing for shoes? Why throw them away? They make such a great decor. They do not. There apparently is just a shit ton of shoes scattered around Indiana. People think it's cool. What are we going to do with all these shoes? (laughs) Get gnomes to cobble them together into some monstrosity. And the final one, which is notable, is they have the world's largest toilet. World's I feel like I knew this one. Largest toilet. Now, what does largest mean? In what in what diameter or diameter um, metric? So I'd have to probably look into a little more than this, but it says you can enjoy a ride on the world's largest toilet in Columbus, Indiana. Yes, ride? you read that right. You this is an interactive giant toilet where you become a giant load. <laughs> so it's like a water. This is just park. a water park. Yeah. No, it's just a big it's a toilet water park. that you can sit in and pretend to be flushed. No, I've been to Kalahari in Sandusky. They have this. It's just a water park. <laughs> I don't know. I'll send you the images of people enjoying the toilet. <laughs> this better be just Google search toilet. that. People enjoying toilet. <laughs> Don't search that, people. You will find some weird things. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the only way to find this one in Indiana. <laughs> what on why? You guys like the world's largest toilet ride? Why? This is horrible. Why? Is that also the world's largest sink next to it then? <laughs> For scale. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. That or it's just a big sink. Person. I cannot tell gender. Uh, looks distraught. <laughs> yeah, they're in a toilet. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're a giant turd. They're a giant load, as the article describes. So, yeah. So, what you gonna do in Indiana if you like shoes and things a little bigger? Indiana, <laughs> telling you. <laughs> oh, and that's been what you gonna do. I don't think I will do. Any. I don't think I will do the do. In a giant toilet. Anthony with the soft clap. (laughs) So, now that we've enjoyed our attractions, now we need to round out with some good, heartfelt stories of Indianaites or Hoosiers 
living in their natural habitats. Indianaites. <laughs> you must have added a syllable in there Indianites somewhere. Indianaites is what we were going with, but I like Indianaites. <laughs> Makes so it sound more gonna go, we're, we're gonna go with this one. Um, police. Muncie man dealt drugs from Castellan Mall shoe store. The shoe store. Again, the with shoe the shoes. Store. They like shoes in Indiana. We've, we we found ourselves back at shoes. So he was dealt drugs in a shoe store. Can I also mention there was a robbery? There was a in, at the same at the shoe time store? separate people. Uh, we'll find out. This is sounding like I hit the nail on the head. I can't tell with Derek ever. There was a robbery. They arrested the man. The cops were standing there. The drug dealer comes up and says, "Hey, you want to buy some drugs?" Then gets arrested because <laughs> they were cops. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I read the wrong title. Damn it. Um, nope, that's the wrong oh. one. All right. <laughs> what does that Oops. mean? <laughs> um, so they put the title underneath the articles. Why? So the title of this one is Police. Man set up armed robbery, faked being victim. Man set up armed robbery and then faked being a victim? Why? This sounds so complicated already. What What is to be gained from this? The money. Insurance money. So he set oh. up the armed robbery. Yep. And then he pretended to be the victim, I imagine, after things went awry. Possibly. Now, that is a good when guess. we say set up, do we mean that like he was the mastermind behind it, or he was orchestrating a fake robbery, and then was the victim of his fake robbery? That would be fun. Or it was a fake. It was supposed to be a fake robbery turned into an actual robbery. <laughs> turned into a real robbery. And then he was in fact the victim. <laughs> we've got we've got a whole producers things on our hands. So he put it like on Facebook, like the Area Fifty One thing, like "Oh, come rob me, ha ha ha!" And then he actually got robbed because of his post. We'll find out. There are a lot of dumb ways to get caught for something, but if allegations are true, this one is a Homer Simpson level. Combination of stupidity and poor timing. Doe. <laughs> Doe. <laughs> what have we said about leaving Anthony with long enough pauses? He will fill them with something we'll regret. <sighs> yes. An <sighs> Evansville man is accused of setting up an armed robbery and then pretending to be one of the victims. After a group of armed men entered an apartment and allegedly robbed the group of friends inside, one supposed victim told police he couldn't identify the robbers, despite the other victims saying they were all some of his best friends and allowed an officer to look through his phone. Why would you try to group yourself in with a bunch of people who obviously all know each other because they likely live together, or at least enough to be all in the same apartment at the same time you can't just 180 that and be like no i'm with them i'm confused i'm lost here so he set up an armed robbery of his own place of his own place yeah where his friends are they entered well so it's like his friends and him like live in this spot yeah sure so okay. his friends are there so then he would and... yes so they robbed him of all of his stuff 
and then he's saying, oh, God, I got robbed. I need to collect that insurance money off of all the things that were stolen. Oh, this is a fraud thing. Oh, okay. So this is originally kind of, kind of what we were getting at was that he set up yes. a fake robbery. And then he's like, oh, no, my stuff was stolen. But he stole it. Good. Yeah. And they're like, oh, don't you know these people? He's like, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know them. Police say one of the suspect, suspected robbers then texted the man while the officer was looking through his phone. Cue the Homer Simpson... <laughs> Think of a lie, think of a lie. Then blurting out the truth move. Good, Upon good. further review, police said they found multiple messages about the robbery plans in his phone. <laughs> so he texted his friend group to say, hey, I need money. I need you to rob me. And then I'm going to say I was robbed. And then I'll get the money from the robbery. Mm. This is not nearly as funny as what I thought the first time you read through. The, the there were so many possible scenarios we'll see when you first read through it about like turning around and being the victim then i was thinking that you were saying that like they broke into this place and they start robbing the place and then he just like goes ahead and sits down like with the with the people that are being robbed <laughs> and he's like i'm one of the victims now <laughs> that's kind of what i was thinking the first time takes all their stuff this... and just puts it into a bag and then just sits down with the bag next to them <laughs> wow it sucks that we got robbed you don't even <laughs> live here who is this guy <laughs> you're robbing us as you say this <laughs> If true, the issues here are twofold. The only thing dumber than letting police use your phone, full of robbery plans that is actively receiving robbery updates from the suspects you claim not to know, is that the plan they allegedly came up with consisted of opening the door right as a group of armed men appeared, and then trying to act surprised. Oh no! Oh, now? No. Who now? are you? No. Are we doing this now? Oh, okay, okay, Round. okay. Ah, oh, I thought this oh, was no. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! I, I just, made, I just made pizza rolls. I, can you give me fifteen minutes? Can you come back in like ten, twenty minutes? <laughs> Opens the door again. He has the plate of pizza rolls. Oh no! I'm being robbed. <laughs> All I have is my food to protect. Oh, let's see. Trying to act surprised. All while the other victims can only can not only identify the suspects, but are familiar, quite familiar with them as good friends of yours. You can't make this stuff up. So not a good day. Not a good situation. Not a no. good robbery. So don't do that. Don't get robbed by your friends and then say it wasn't your friends and that you weren't robbed. But Don't robbed have your money. friends rob you and then botch all of it. You completely botch the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> hey, did we do a good job? <laughs> hey, what'd you, what, was, what was the money? What was it worth? You tell me. <laughs> and for our final article of the evening... Indiana man behind bizarre caveman costume speaks out after causing confusion. Hmm. Indiana man in a bizarre caveman costume. Somebody got costume. some. Somebody went really hard on Halloween one year. So this takes place in Warsaw, Indiana. A very bizarre and unusual sight has people in the northern Indiana community confused. A man dressed up as a caveman was spotted strolling around town this week. He was first spotted on the Tuesday at the park in Wyona Lake and the park in Wausau. Then on Wednesday, people reported seeing him downtown. Michelle Smith Luderer, owner of women's boutique store Glam, says she was working behind the counter when a large man with long hair and a club walked at the door of the store, screamed, and walked out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just another Tuesday in Warsaw. Uh, 
the store owner said she froze when she saw him. I couldn't think of what to say to the man after he screamed at me. <laughs> I, I can't blame her. I would just, just stare in befuddlement. The two made eye contact, and he walked out of her business. The, uh, the store owner says he started looking into the windows of her other stores, and she used the opportunity to take a quick picture of him. If I hadn't taken a picture to prove it, who knows what people would think of me, screaming about a caveman in my store? That would be a little weird, yeah. The caveman was then tracked down, who said he his intention isn't to cause any harm to anyone. The caveman, who wishes to remain anonymous, says he just recently started an online business called Warsaw Man Cave. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's no he such sell- thing as bad publicity. We've been over this <laughs> I know, But this was really he bad sell- publicity. <laughs> this this was, I don't understand the screaming at a lady at a store is the best publicity. He sells secondhand items that people can put in their man caves. The business is only on Facebook. So he was hoping to get free advertisement for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The problem is when you advertise in just a caveman outfit, nobody knows what you're advertising for. Other than you're a scary man in a caveman suit. Yeah, no, you gotta, like, have a flyer or a pamphlet. Scream, throw paper, and then leave. (laughs) Or, like, on the club, have, like, a link to the Facebook or something to where someone can be like, oh, that must be for something other than a scary man. Have a QR code at the end of your club. Just point it at them and be like, ah! Stan! Stan! Uh... He said he bought the costume on Tuesday, and he planned to wear it at events and in parades, even if they didn't let him in. What? So he was going to crash gonna run- parades and events. <laughs> He's just going to show up. Nothing else to do. Gotta say, I tried a- searching for this on Facebook. Did not find anything related to it's what not, you described. Not really. Yeah. So the the marketing must not have went very well. No. Warsaw Man King. Oh, Warsaw Man King. Um, okay. Try Warsaw Man Cave. Uh, Did you type in Scary Club Man Cave? I, I typed in Man Cave. <laughs> Try Warsaw Man Cave. It's not a good sign that you don't instantly find it. No. Nope. Didn't find it. No. I found Shane's Man Cave. <laughs> That's good for not, Shane. Not <laughs> good for Shane. He responded to an article... But then I remembered that clowns that went viral last year, and it was such a beautiful night. So I decided to take it to oh. test it out at the local park in Wyona Lake, screaming and throwing my cub about like one of those clowns to see if I can make the news. I thought he, I thought you were saying that he was saying that the night that the clowns went viral was a wonderful night, and I was like, what kind <laughs> of person is this? <laughs> He wore a wig that covered his face, and despite the fact he lived in Warsaw for 40 years, not a single person recognized him and his club. Good. Good. Wow. I ran into people I knew, I and no they didn't what know the who I was. Warsaw is. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's I didn't say a big. single word. I feel like, yeah, it's a pretty decent-sized town, right? Yeah, I would think. Yeah, clue. If it's making our local like, news articles and headlines, it's probably bigger. Even enough. like our local yeah. towns, though, I don't just like walk around and be like, "Oh yeah, there's everyone that I hey, know." Like, yep. <laughs> hey, it's all my friends in one place always. Mm-hmm. I ran into people I knew, and they didn't know who I was. I didn't say a single word the entire time, other than screaming. I just walked around and screamed. <laughs> good, good, good. 
the cavemen emphasized that it was all meant to be in good fun. And he said most people loved it, and a few ran. I love my town, and I love my community, and I wasn't trying to cause any harm to anyone. I hope no one got hurt running. <laughs> I hope no one got hurt running. He's an honest, genuine caveman. So, yeah. Um, Indiana was interesting. I expected a little more excitement out of Indiana, but what are you going to do? When, you're, when your people are called Hoosiers, you it's just never know what you're going to get. There's so much corn there that the people are just called corn, we have learned today. Exactly. <laughs> so, before we sign off, I want to thank Flip for the, our intro, outro, and our ad break music. Music band out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Go check them out. They have a Facebook page at Flip Band Official and Instagram, and go check them out. They have plenty of stuff up and coming, so give them a listen. Tell them, uh, tell them we sent you your way. And then if you have any weird or wild articles or just anything of you know, actual interest in the state of Indiana, you can send them our way and we can actually circle back and you can, it, you, we will re-educate people on the wonders of Indiana with your beneficial knowledge. Uh, that email is thisisstatehood, all one word, at gmail.com. That's thisisstatehood at gmail.com. You can also send us articles for any state and we will feature them as uh, we get around to your state. Still have over half the states left so still plenty of time to get your articles in or even if they're good enough we'll just say during a random state like it doesn't have to be the state specific that is true yeah, if you we'll like it we'll them. show it <laughs> so i was derek your host this week hope you enjoyed it stay silly i was anthony your co-host <laughs> and i've been will your other co-host <laughs> stay weird america i like stay silly <laughs>